You are mine now. You belong to me. Today we are going to play a new fun game. Hello, welcome to the Twin Picks podcast. My name's Dan. My name's Nicole. Hello, we're back. We're back again. We missed a week, but we're back. Just in case anyone was getting worried that we disappeared or relieved, most likely relieved would be more appropriate. <laughs> we are back. Not. We are back to pollute your ear holes. This is our Turkish cinema episode, and we're talking about two films from the Turkish cinema, plethora of Turkish cinema that we had to choose from. We chose two films, and they were dog shit. <clears throat> so we've got some other stuff to talk about. <laughs> what did I just spoil that? <laughs> Spoiler alert! There's more than two films that we're going to talk about this week. We, we felt bad, so we watched some more. Yeah. Um, yeah. After that, uh, we're going to pick our theme and our films for next week. As we missed a week, the yeah. picks are going to be back to you, and we're not going to say what that is now. Uh, could, well, one thing I don't know what that what the actual theme no. is. <laughs> you haven't told me yet. Because it's my birthday pick. It's your birthday picks. Um, yes. So we're going to choose films based on whatever you want to go for, really. Uh, I'm a little bit worried, to be honest with you. It could be anything. <laughs> I don't know what it, it could be absolutely anything. It could be the history of window making from the 1800s, for all I know. Yes, I've always wanted to know about window making. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know that about you. That's why I mentioned it. It's the first yeah. thing you told me when, when we met. You're like, oh, hi, my name's Nicole. I used to be a window maker. That's yeah. what my dad does for a living. Oh, we're meant to be making yeah. this a short episode. And already, <laughs> we're already going well off topic. So, yeah, so you're going to pick the theme. Um, the final section is Stitch Up. I got stitched up royally, and I had to watch the Furby <laughs> Island, um, which is about the Furby toys from the 90s. And then we find out who's getting stitched up next time, because we did a poll. I did a poll. And there were results, and I know what they were. Uh, mm. I have a feeling already what they are. She's a maniac, maniac. Which is a draniac, draniac. Anyway, before anything goes, anything goes. Yeah, let's go for it. I, I, I ain't got too much to update on. Obviously, we've had a week off, and I've had some pretty horrible shit to deal with. I don't want to really go into that. Um, so let's just get going with some other stuff. I can tell you what I've watched this week. I mean, I, I've had. A bit more time to myself, uh, and I, my mum was my mum was staying over for a few days as well. So nice. we put I put some films on as well to show my mum, and she wasn't impressed with it at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I've watched twenty two films, mate. In the last two weeks, I've watched twenty two films. Okay, um, that takes my that takes my total for this year up to two hundred and sixty two. Oh, I okay. know. <laughs> And, Mine, um, mine's like at 2.30 at the moment. Ooh. That's not including short films. I've, I've taken my short films off the list. That's really good, though. That's re- I mean, I've been smashing the ass out of watching films, totally. Yeah. And if you're up to 2.30, that's impressive as well. Um, I, I've just had bundles of time on my hands, so I've managed to get through loads. I've, I'm actually on, ta- on target to beat one a day. I mean, I've been told that I shouldn't really be putting rewatches on the list. Apparently, that's, that's cheating. Uh, ah, see, <laughs> see, I don't put, I don't, I don't put rewatches on the list. If that oh, was the case, then my number would be a lot higher. Well, I, I think if I didn't put rewatches on, I think it would only be a maximum, say, five. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road, I've probably seen five oh, times actually okay. this year. To be fair, now I've seen oh. that three or four times. American Psycho, maybe I can take fifteen off my list. Actually, yeah. If I if I'm not putting rewatches on there, but I, I wish say, I knew that. I wish I knew that rule, because if that's the case, then I could bump it up a little bit. That's, I mean, it's all the little nuances of the rules, isn't it? Like, but I say put them on. If you're going to watch a feature, it's a feature. It don't matter. You could watch, you could watch uh, High School Musical 3 365 times, oh, and I think that would count. Well, Why I would you do that to <laughs> No. <laughs> right, I'm going to burn through quickly what I've watched the last two weeks. Boom, 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 boom. And then you just stop me if anything piques your interest. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'll have a little stretch. <sighs> the Dark Knight remains. Christine, The Beyond, The Babysitter, Habam, Sniffy, Beyond the Gates, I Origins, The Gate, The Equalizer, Oats Studios, Volume 1, Wishmaster, The Guest, Dark Man, You're Next, Cheap Thrills, Detox, Bait, See You Yesterday, Dark Knight Rises, <gasps> and Muriel's Wedding. 
Oh. You watched Mirror's Wedding? <laughs> what? I knew that would be the one you picked up on. I watched The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises and you're going apeshit for Mirror's Wedding. Yes, I watched No, it. no, I saw The Babysitter as well and I, I was surprised that you watched Mirror's Wedding because that's on my, like, ditch-up list. Go, right, I need to know. What do you think put, of this film? Let's put a, a pin in The Babysitter. We'll talk about Mirror's Wedding. Okay. I watched it last night, mate. I, I was, we were okay. talking about Amazon Prime a, a little while ago and... Um, mm. On my movies, we think you'll like Muriel's Wedding keeps popping up, and you've picked it, and <laughs> uh, you've picked it in the past. And people keep saying, "Oh, it's a good film and stuff," because it's got the word "wedding" in it. It sort of puts yeah. it puts people like me off, um, idiots that can't see past the title. But I watched it, and it's really good. It's really funny. Um, good. I'm kind of okay. touching, isn't it? Yeah, I think I watched. Had to watch it for school. We had to. It was like one of our film uh literature studies that we had to do really um so yeah so for my for my brother he hates that film because you had to like fully analyze it and like what is the (laughs) plot what's you know that so many stages and he was just like i'm so over this this movie so i thought this would be kind of a perfect stitch up film but you've watched it now and you've loved it so i'm glad that it's it's taken (laughs) off the list i'm taking it off it's good that you didn't pick up pick it pick it for stitch up because that would have uh, <laughs> that would have backfired on you massively because it was really good. I rated it four stars that on Letterboxd. I'll, uh, I'll I'll let you know. You know how I said between romance and Radio Gore Press, that was the film that I was choosing for you. Oh shit! The bed. Fuck's <laughs> <laughs> sake. Uh, oh so. no! I wish I wish I'd have had I wish I'd have had to watch it for stitch up, but. Uh, Hey, it didn't happen. I watched it anyway, and it was good. I enjoyed it a lot. And she was she was great, Tony Collette in it. I'm not too sure if she did any t- TV work prior to that role. After probably neighbours, probably neighbours, and, and or home and away <laughs> slash <laughs> private practice or something. Private practice. Oh yeah, you tell oh, me about this. Pri- <laughs> Is it private practice? It might be. It might be. I might be saying the wrong title for. That Aussie show. No, it's private practice. Well, you told me it was private practice a while ago because I remember I went on a rant and spoke about peak practice. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I watched Muriel's Wedding. What was the other thing? The Babysitter. Yeah, you, you, did you say you watched it? Yeah, I did. What do you reckon? I um, I I was expecting more because I saw the trailer and I, I was thought, expecting oh, more. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Look off! There were knives going in heads. And spoilers oh, yeah, for the babysitter, I... there's a car that gets driven through a house. You oh, that more. is fucking brilliant. Fucking that is probably the <laughs> No, I don't know. I didn't I don't know what it was that I was just I was expecting something else from it. Maybe okay. it was the dialogue, I don't know. But yeah, that, that last bit with the car, that was fucking brilliant. She goes, I thought you were gonna drive away. Like, nah, that's not what I was gonna do. I'm just gonna <laughs> fucking smash it into the house. Why not? That <laughs> film is absolutely nuts. I thought it was crazy. I didn't know what to expect, to be honest with you. I, I remember sort of seeing it advertised a few years ago uh, and then didn't really bother with it and completely forgot about it. And then someone mentioned it to me the other day. I was like, yeah, let's put that on. Because there's a sequel out. Um, today actually on ah. Netflix there's a sequel out today on Netflix in the UK I guess it, I think it's called Babysitter Killer Queen I think I'm definitely going to check it out because I had a lot of fun with with the babysitter I thought it was fucking great um, MCG's best film hands down um, what else has he done he or she he or she has done Terminator Salvation is a he oh, um, with a name like MCG he's got to be a bloke in it <laughs> McGee McGee. McGee! Fucking amateur man. Uh, Terminator Salvation, he did, I think he did Charlie's Angels, the Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu ones. Okay. I think he did those. I never saw those. They, they look like a load of shit to me, to be honest. And Terminator Salvation, shit in bed as well. What else? Well, uh, I, I watched, uh, well, the first one I watched was The Dark Knight. Um, and I'm going back to that because I know that you happen to watch it. And I know you were trying to sort of worm out of talking about it. <laughs> but it's the fucking Dark Knight. <laughs> it's The Dark Knight. And it's the first you time you've seen it. Well, it's the first time I've seen it from start to finish because... Oh, that mindset I... makes me even more angry. How can you start it and not finish it? <laughs> get, get this right. So when I've watched The Dark Knight, I think... I thought the ending was, you know, when he rescues uh, his ex's um, 
current boyfriend. I forgot what his name is. Harvey, Harvey Dent. Yeah, that's right. And I think that is the ending. And I'm just like, what a shit ending. And then I, and then I continued to watch it. I was like, wow, I've completely missed half of this film. I know. Terrible. You are terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love The Dark Knight. I love it. I love it. It doesn't matter how many times I watch it. I just, it just gets me every it's what the same as Mad Max. I put it on our, our background film. I can't. It's not. I oh, can't Mad Max. It. Yeah, hundred percent. That's I, a great film. I, I love the Dark Knight, and I love the Dark Knight Rises, and I watched that as well. Have you seen Batman Begins or Dark Knight Rises? I may have seen Batman Begins. I don't think I've seen Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I love it, but I'm sort of heavily invested in that trilogy. Like it's the best mm. trilogy in my opinion. Um, I love it, mm. but. You saw The Dark Knight, at least you've seen it from start to finish. And did you watch it because it was Heath Ledger? Is that what you, is that what sort of? No, it was just on TV. And I was like, oh yeah, let's watch this. Even Terminator. I I mentioned briefly to you before that I watched Terminator uh, a couple of weeks ago because it was on TV. I was like, oh Mm. yeah, I haven't seen this in ages. Maybe Terminator 2 might be on this weekend. I've had a real urge to put on Terminator 2 this week. I've had a real like craving for Terminator what that's one of your go-tos I should say yeah it's one of my comfort films I've got a few of them Dark Knight is one uh Fury Road's slowly becoming another one uh I might have to reconsider my top 10 list soon um Fury Road might have to might have to slip in that top 10 list I think I'll have to take something else out but I should do that like a top five double bill and yeah that's a good idea actually yeah, like at the end of the year, like choose like our top 10 or top five and then have to cull down to review a couple of films. Our top 10 of all time or top 10 yeah. of the year? Either, either. I mean, slow, slow, year, slow year this year, isn't it? I mean, what have we had? Um, that shitty Vin Diesel film, which I can't even remember the title, Blood Brains or something. Oh, Blood, Blood Fest or, um, or Sonic the Hedgehog. But yeah, that's that's all my films, mate. Um, I watched the I watched the guest again. I'll get to it at some point. It does look it's, good. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I um, I text Albert and I was I saw him a few weeks ago and I said you should watch the guest. You'll love it. He was like the guest. What's that? And so he got his little notepad out and he wrote it down. <laughs> and, and then about a week <laughs> later, he texted me. He just put the guest. Brilliant film. So yeah, I told him. Oh, good. Well, I'd never heard of it up until like a month ago. Um, yeah. And it was great. I, I just amazed. I'd never seen it before, but I've seen it twice now, and I think I'll probably watch it again this year at some point. I think. Yeah, cool. What else have you watched, mate? Have you watched anything else that you want to talk about, or are you saving it for the the main bit? Uh no. I was going to talk about what my what I've been doing in the past couple of oh. weeks, but we. Oh, can... I beg your pardon. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> it's me just going off on like... a tangent with films. Well, what no, have you been doing, no, mate? That's completely fine like, no um just a couple of things um my sister-in-law's birthday was last Wednesday Wednesday when we were supposed when we were going to originally record yes um uh because I can't technically go into a, their house um I created like some banners and got some balloons and decorations and cut some pineapples and filled it with fruit to make it look like it was Byron Bay because that's what we were originally going to do for her birthday oh. and I dropped her off at my at my brother's house while she was out and when she got home she apparently got a really nice surprise and started crying and um we I organized like a Facebook event with all of her family and friends to create a video message so I gave her that and she was really pretty chuffed she goes oh this is so much better than going interstate for my birthday so that was good oh that's nice made the most of it yeah exactly Mm. my birthday is going to be indoors (laughs) because they've extended our lockdown but that's fine i'll think of a few things to do on my birthday my gift to you will be that we can record an episode of the podcast there we go (laughs) (laughs) um the other thing was I got part of my birthday present from one of my friends the other week, early birthday, but she's like, you need to do one. I need to give you this part. So then hopefully the next part, you will either come on your birthday or, or come a little bit after. I got one of those DNA 
heritage test, <laughs> which oh, is okay. so random. So you can like test your ancestry. So if you're related to like Rob Royer, what, what's that? Who's that Robin Hood guy? Or Chuck Norris. It could be Chuck related Norris. to Chuck Norris. <laughs> you could be related to Chuck Norris. Can you imagine That'd if you were? Brilliant. You just did the test and just like an LED light just flashed up and just said Chuck Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris. And then he'll have to come on the show because I'm he's related to me. Wouldn't that to, be yeah. brilliant? You have to. Yeah. So yeah, you put like you do the swab thing on your on your in your mouth and then you it's getting sent to the US, so let's see how long it takes to do. I'm pretty sure there'll be like Italian, possibly Turkish maybe german for my surname i'll let you guys know well yeah please do I mean, we, like it tells you the percentages and stuff right so it might go like you're one yeah. percent this or two percent that we're all a little bit of a mixture aren't we yeah exactly you're just trying to figure out which is the biggest part i guess biggest part would be maltese i would think who knows you think maltese, might yeah because yeah. like my Parents, grandparents, and great-grandparents. I'm pretty sure all Maltese. After that, I've got no clue. But That'd yeah, be interesting. We'll that, that's the only things that's been happening the past couple of weeks. Film-wise, I've watched this really funny television show. I can't believe I haven't watched this sooner because it the season finished like maybe three or four years ago called Please Like Me. Okay. I, I sent you a clip the other day about the caviar that was from Please Like Me. Yeah. And it, um, the show is about, it explores re- realistic issues with humor, humorous tones. Okay. And you're, you'll laugh, but you also will cry. Like if you need to have a tear, I highly re- recommend watching this show. Like it's, it's fantastic. Do you think it's it'll work Josh on me? Thomas, who, yeah, I think, oh, it might. Maybe you'll watch it and you'll be like, oh, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't have any empathy for it. I don't anyone. know if I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely cried in it, that's for sure. Um, to- Josh Thomas, he's a comedian. Uh, I don't know if you've heard Aussie comedian. No. Is it an Aussie show, is it? Yeah, it's an Aussie show. Okay. It's And it's done in Melbourne. And all the... Um, Every episode is named after food, which is also a bonus, food. I think. What is like, so like what? One, they, pineapple like rings? Like croc, croc and bush and Whoa, eh, eh, eh. Croc, <laughs> croc and bush, eh? <laughs> Smash one of those out, mate. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Oh. <laughs> so you've, uh, have you watched all of them then? Did you burn for every episode? Yeah, I smashed it out in like what, maybe four days. Oh, the, nice. A couple of the seasons are like six episodes and they're only half an hour episodes, so it's really easy. Really good. Highly recommend it. Okay. Uh, I watched a couple of short films because I, I do like a short film. Uh, Little Grey Bubbles, that was quite good. It real kind of, I feel like it would be a friendship that I would create over the internet. Uh, which is, So it's these two people that, uh, they've made this connection through eBay by buying uh, vintage cameras and then from there they've just made this conversation. So it's about their kind of relationship and she gets to meet his family for the first time. How I'm saying this, you probably think it's like first time meeting family, but it's a an unusual way how you would meet the the family. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. That was good. A really funny short film that I saw this week was called Fill Your Heart with French Fries. And it's about this couple. She she gets broken up by her girlfriend at this French fries uh, fast food place. And she just stays at this fast food restaurant for a whole week. It's pretty funny. She goes on social media and she goes viral apparently. And then when she's ready, when she's not heartbroken anymore after a week, she just she's like, "Oh, I'm ready to get out there." And she leaves. But yeah, it's week. pretty funny. That's pretty good yeah. going, isn't it? So, <laughs> so the secret to getting over a broken heart then is to just go to McDonald's and sit there for a week and eat their chips. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not McDonald's, but better better fast food restaurant. KFC. <laughs> yeah. Get some chicken in ya. <laughs> hey. oh, hey. st- stop talking about pink flamingos. 
<laughs> oh god that's a very that's a very poor taste joke i apologize for that <laughs> i'm not cutting it out though <laughs> <laughs> that's fine um and i watched i watched the assistant this week as well the assistant you watched that julie garner right yes that's her name isn't right. it i think <laughs> i'm fairly certain that's right what did you, what do you reckon on that yeah it was good it was good pretty bleak isn't it pretty shit yeah yeah pretty fucking bleak and that is all i've got to say on films and okay. what's been going on this week all righty then so shall we move on to section two then yeah <laughs> let's do that films. let's do that then we are talking about turkish films this week this is your theme and yes this is the bit where you have to say words and i can just sit here and like a quiet little boy just listen oh. You have to maybe answer some words to my <laughs> question. Even better. Because I'm going to give you a little bit of trivia on Turkey or t- Turkey and then a bit of Turkish cinema background. Okay. okay. You ready for this? You ready for I mean, this? I guess so. <laughs> as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> okay. This probably sounds like a pretty straight up question. What is the capital of Turkey? Istanbul. No, Ankara. What? <laughs> I would have got this wrong because I thought it was Istanbul, to be honest. What's it called? Ankara? Ankara. I've never even heard of the place. <laughs> I feel like a right idiot th- now. <laughs> I think in- Istanbul might be the second biggest capital. Second question. What was the former name of Istanbul? There's two options. Um, oh, okay. Multiple choice, is it? Oh, no, no. There's, there's two. The, the, you can say one or the other. So I'm gonna, well, I'm I don't know either of them, you... so I can't really. <laughs> um, I'm going to guess uh, Norwich. Norwich? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. close, but so far. <laughs> what is it? It's Constantinople. Oh, that was going to be my or, next guest. Oh, cool. Or Byzantine. This one you should definitely get. Oh, I wouldn't guarantee it. What cube-shaped candy is made from chopped date, nuts, and gel? What? <laughs> I'll give you a clue. It's what got Turkish in it. Oh, well, it's what uh, Turkish delight. Yeah. yeah. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Oh, thank God. I fucking hate Turkish delight. Yeah, me too. Worst, <laughs> it's like the worst, <laughs> worst chocolate. Okay. Right. This might be simple. Okay. This, and then the next, next two questions after this is multiple choice. So which continent is Istanbul divided between? The European one. And? That's, what, that's one. <laughs> What's the other continent? Oh, I'm rubbish at geography. <laughs> You're embarrassing me. Um, <laughs> right, uh, Africa, Asia. Guess again. Yes, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. There we go. Oh, okay, no, I'm yeah. sweating. I'm already. I'm. So, I'm actually sweating. <laughs> okay. All right. How to make dance? So, I'm like an idiot. <laughs> oh wait, this is. Oh no, I'll skip that question. I was like, there is, there is another question, but that's fine. Oh, you. I'll say these other two instead. Give me a film one. Yeah, these are film ones. Oh, thank the Lord. <laughs> but the, the one that I was going to say wasn't multiple choice, so I was like, oh, I'll skip that one. Is the answer taken so, two? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> it is documentary and the title of the first Turkish film, right. which is called The Demolition of Russian Monument at San uh, Stefano, apparently. Okay. Anyway. Next, uh, this is multiple choice. Kemal Sunal, who was regarded as one of the most respected actors in Turkish history, what was he also known as? Number one, oh, A, is Sultan of Cinema, B, The Laughing Man, you're going to love this one, or C, The Turkish Ryan Gosling of its day. I want it to be C. But I, I don't think it is. Um, 
I want to say A. What was uh-uh. A again? <laughs> the Sultan of Cinema. I meant B. I meant no. B. I meant no laughing, man. <laughs> Yay, you got it right. <laughs> awesome. B. Okay, and last question. I'm going to say his name incorrectly. Haluk Billigan. If my sister-in-law listens to this, she'd be like, what the hell are you saying? <laughs> okay. <laughs> he came to London in the 80s and was a part of a few well-known theatre productions. Which one didn't he feature in? The Phantom of the Opera, Macbeth, My Fair Lady, or Les Miserables? I'm going to say Les Miserables. Ding, ding, ding. Hey, Good job. Right? Hey. Oh, <laughs> God. I'm feeling lucky today. Yeah. I've got all the others wrong. Like. <laughs> no, that was good. Oh, we've got to pad it out, mate, because uh, we ain't got much uh, about these films that we watched. So uh, <laughs> let's keep going. You got anything else for me? That, that's it. Let's talk oh. about our two average that was, films. That was good. I enjoy, I enjoy a little quiz, mate. That was, that was fun, yeah. even if I do sound like an idiot. So we, last time we chose two films. We chose um, the Chaos Class Club, Chaos Class, um, I've been yeah. referring to it as its Turkish name, Hababam, Hababam, Hababam Sinifi. Hababam Sinifi. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we should probably start with that one. Um, what do you think? Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Let's do that. So what happened here is, um, <laughs> well, we chose a I film. On my end. <laughs> we, cho- we anyway, chose a film. We, we chose, we, we, yeah, we chose the Chaos Class um which is a 1975 film we didn't realize until watching the film that we'd chosen or we thought we'd chosen um that it's big old franchise there's like 10 of these films it's like the turkish police academy and we watched we meant to watch the first one but we accidentally watched number seven yeah because that was the one of the english subtitles and that's what i thought we were watching yeah so we're yeah. we're reviewing the chaos class. I believe it's called Welcome. I yes, Mehaba. 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 Yeah, I'll cut Me- my bit out. We'll leave your bit in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so there's ten of them and we watched number seven. So in my mind I'm thinking, okay, it's got to live up to Police Academy number seven, Mission to Moscow. <laughs> uh and did it? Did it fuck? It was horrible. This film was horrible, mate. It's a terrible film. <laughs> the first thing I wrote down was, why are all these students 45 years old? Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I, do you know what was going on in this film? Well, this is the thing. Like, are they supposed to be student, like students like they're about to go to school? Like, you know, 18 or 17-year-olds in college? Or are they supposed to be older older guys? This film didn't explain any of that to us um i Mm. about 10 minutes before we recorded today i looked up the original um film the 1975 one and what it was is they are basically older kids that are getting held back a bit but their parents are paying for their private tuition so they're quite happy to sort of sit on their ass and and do nothing and just muck about so i'm guessing that they've just done that because this the one that we watched was 2005 um Mm -hmm. So they've got, they've had 30, I'm assuming it's the same students or meant to be the same students from the first one. They've just been in school for 30. I don't, I don't know. Not completely true. Cause you know, the Scottish teacher that comes in to teach these kids, he was in the original Hababan Sinifi. So that's why you you see him saying, oh yeah, he used to, he originally went to this school and I think he was maybe in one of the pictures in the hallways. I can't, I can't remember. Okay. But I, I briefly watched the first one a week ago, but it was no uh, subtitles and it was just like comedy was just as similar as this one. I mean, it did say that it was a comedy, but I could find no evidence of that at all. <laughs> the, the, next, the next thing I wrote down was, oh, I wrote down comedy sound effects. So in the first, like, I would say minute and a half of this film, they had some mm. comedy sound effects. So they had a boing, 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 boing. And then they had, you know, that like reverse whistle thing. We goes, they had that. Yeah. 
so I knew that it was going to be a bad film from that point. The next thing I wrote down was what is the plot? Well, there was a look. So I think a, a big part of it was there was a, a girl stroke woman pretending mm-hmm. to be a boy stroke man. And I used those. Mm-hmm. I, I say girl, woman, boy, and man, because I couldn't tell if they were 45 years old or were meant to be 18. I don't, I don't really know. I yeah. guess they were meant to be older after this discussion we've been having. But yeah, she dressed up as a as a man. And then there's there was some very odd sort of jokes that were maybe borderline homophobic, maybe yeah. a little bit racist in there as well. I mean, I don't want to talk about the jokes particularly, but I thought it was in very bad taste. And it was only made 15 years ago. Like okay. if it was the 70s, I would have been like this is horrible this is shit but it was the 70s there was a lot there was a lot worse um but it was 2005 which i just thought was very odd um my next note was in (laughs) in massive massive letters it just simply says when will it end um (laughs) because this was two hours yeah because i (laughs) the the original was an hour and maybe 10 or 15 so it was it was supposed to be shorter. It was, it's definitely shorter than what this. Yeah, because when I put this on, I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure I said it was only 90 minutes long. Mm. But we watched the wrong film, so that makes complete sense. The Chaos Class is not a should not be a two hour film. It's barely a 90 minute. It's not even a 90 minute film. Like right? there's not not enough jokes in there and plot and stuff to flesh out for two hours. Mm. God, I would be angry if I would have seen this at cinema. I would been I would have walked out. I think I've only walked out of one film before, maybe two. I, de- I walked out of Dude, Where's My Car? Because I fucking hated that. Did you? I hated I've it. Never se- I haven't seen it in cinema. I, oh, I'm too scared. Well, I'm going to, you know, I'll say it. And then if you put this on Stitch Up, then fuck me. Drag me to hell. I'm in, I, I didn't walk out of it, but I just, I remember watching the end of, getting to the end of that film, I was like, what maybe i need to rewatch it again but i didn't all right. enjoy that film. yeah i think it's pretty good yeah i think it's pretty good but back yeah. back to the chaos class because i've got so much more to talk about <laughs> i watched this I, i'm guessing i watched this about a week and a half ago now so my memory of it is not all that fresh mm. so i'm just going to tell you what my next note was um Go on. actually my my next actually my next note was a question to you how many times did you laugh <laughs> I'm laughing right now for that question. Not a lot. Yeah. I didn't really laugh. It, okay, so th- the story of this film, you know, this university's been going for so long and then the owner is thinking about selling it to to an investor that they're going to mm. cra- uh, smash this university down to make uh, units. And then... The headmaster's like, oh, actually, let's get a let's get a new teacher uh, that will, you know, get the students' grades up or something like that. And then that the Scottish way, guy, the, yeah, the Scottish guy who's actually Turkish, yeah, will who, get him to pretend to be Scottish. And then to be in the bin, apparently. Yeah, and then that fell for. Oh, you know, he was teaching for a while, and the students liked him, and then he got in trouble, and then had to leave, and then they were going to sell the school, and then they didn't end up selling the school, and it was a happy ending, and then they had this weird concert at the end, and that's it. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I was totally. I probably laughed. I probably laughed at that bit. Did you? Okay, I didn't laugh once um, at any of the comedy. I, I laughed at how shit it was. Like how, like, really <laughs> ridiculous I was. Yeah, I, I, it was it was pretty painful. But listen, I, I don't want to keep going to town on it. Um, yeah. My next note was: Who is the the nefarious man dressed like a late nineties magician? Does that mean anything to you? Because it doesn't mean anything to me. And I wrote the thing. Who was dressed as a late nineties magician? Black suit, red mm-hmm. shirt, probably. It's it's left my memory from watching this a week ago, so I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, what what can I say really? I ain't got too much else to say apart from uh, this 
has got no place being two hours long. I could have watched six episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia uh, instead of this film. <laughs> there was a scene where um, you mentioned that the, the headmaster guy was trying to sell the school and there was a scene where they were yeah. sort of pretending that they were going to jump off of a balcony. I, I, and I think my, my, my closing thought on that is that I wish that they had jumped. Oh my god, dude. Too much? Too much? No, I, I don't I disagree. I, I disagree. <laughs> um horrible, horrible um, film, mate. Horrible I, film. I, I rated it half a star on Letterboxd because that's the least you can give it a film that. on Letterboxd. Um so I guess I'll give it a negative film. Nah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna give it a, a half a star just because I'm feeling generous. What am I going to give this? I haven't even thought that far of what I would give this. Maybe oh, maybe just to be kind, I'd give it like maybe one and a half. Don't okay. ask me what it's for. I, the reason why I chose this film, because Kemal Sunal, which is, uh, he's, yeah, I mentioned this actor in the, our trivia before. Uh, he's a well-known comedian in Turkey and my sister-in-law loves him. So that's why, that's the reason why I put the film on the list. Yeah. Not thinking that you would choose it, but you did. Um, also that was meant to be the first one, right? So yeah, there are a lot of these franchises in the seventies and the eighties that started and then they made like five, seven, ten of these films. And it, generally speaking in all of those franchises, the films did get more and more shit. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I do. I imagine that the first one is it, might, it can't be any worse than what we watched. I imagine it's quite to be something to it. Let's move on to something that's a little bit more tasteful, shall we? Turkish Exorcist. Yes, I watched this um, in Turkish because it didn't have any English subtitles. But I watched it in English subtitles because it Brilliant. in they had it in on Tubi apparently here. So yeah. They had it on a streaming service. Yeah, free streaming service. Brilliant. Brilliant. I watched it on YouTube with no subtitles. Um, (laughs) I thought I'd be all right because, I mean, Poltergeist, Exorcist is one of those films that is in, you know, everyone knows, is aware of The Exorcist and the the more kind of popular scenes. Um, But watching it, it occurred to me that I don't remember The Exorcist at all. I haven't seen The Exorcist in, in, in 20 years. I remember quite clearly last time I saw it, but I don't really remember much about the film other than the classic kind of scenes. The first thing I wanted to sort of think about really is, is this a shot for shot remake? Because I read that it was, but there were definitely some changes. I mean, there was the the, okay. the, the religious change. They changed from, um, uh, in the original it's Christianity, in this one it's Islam. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, well, so it, I guess that would make sense because it's like Turkish and right? their main religion is Muslim. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, there is Catholic background there. Listen, I'm pretty uneducated about that sort of thing, but that's <laughs> they did change it. And I did notice in one scene, which is one of the more popular scenes with a crucifix. In this one, it wasn't a crucifix. It was another, looked like some kind of relic or, I don't know, old, oldie-timey thing. Um, which I guess was in relation to Islam. I don't know. Um, so this film, it seems like she's this well-off family and the young girl has been playing with a Ouija board and she's been talking to this guy, this captain, apparently. Captain Birdseye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Captain Birdseye. Yeah, so she's like, oh, yeah, I've been talking to this captain but then when her mum wants to use the Ouija bird, he's like, oh, I don't want to talk to you. And then somehow she gets possessed. And the other, there's another character who he is a writer and he's a psychologist and he wrote this book about Satan, which is the book that they find in the addict. Anyway, she finds this book, this Satan book, and then gets in touch with this writer. And, um, and then he ends up helping her and finds someone to do the exorcist and she becomes back to normal and can't she doesn't recall any of the things that she did i think she killed a family member or someone that worked in the house and then a detective as well well a couple of things i remember quite clearly was spinny head spinny head roundy on body isn't that what isn't that what usually happens in the exorcist i don't know i haven't seen the original 
I think that's what usually happens when someone gets possessed. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah. I think that's item number one on the demon's agenda. It's like, yeah, we need to spin around this human's head. We need to be super flexible. Yeah, exactly. It's like a yoga class, yeah. isn't it? Exorcist yoga. There you go. <laughs> There's a new niche for you. I'm actually. Don't I actually think up. that is quite a good. It's got me actually quite a good idea. Do it. I only get a crucifix. Uh, no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop that line. Right there. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, like I said, I ain't got an awful lot to say about this film. I. I it looked pretty cheap to me. Um, it was made, I think, a year after the original Exorcist came out. It was very low budget. I know. Very low budget. I mean, you could tell yeah. there. Uh, to be honest, I don't know exactly what the numbers were, and we've definitely we've totally shit the bed on the budget and box office this week, but. Uh, and by not doing it but it was definitely low budget and i think i thought it looked okay for what it must have been it must have been a real like uh low-key affair and yeah i guess uh, do you need to remake these films shot for shot i don't think so uh personally um if you want it done in turkish maybe you want it in that's why you do a remake in your country yeah. language subtitles you know it's yeah. you know i fine turkish exists it exists and it's not as bad as the chaos class number seven no. three stars fuck yeah. it i'm gonna throw out three stars out there that's what i'm gonna do uh i'll probably i'll give it four stars what are, you watched a, did you watch you watch one of the movies that was on your list <laughs> oh, Do you want to talk about it. that or not really? Not, not really. No, I, I tried to I was talking talking about yoga. I did some yoga yesterday and then um <laughs> and then afterwards I thought I'll put on Money Trap, which was another one of my picks, but I was so tired and, and relaxed from the yoga that I fell asleep. And the little bit of what I did say just didn't appeal to me whatsoever. It looked, it looked like a sort of a guy Ritchie film. And I mm. don't mind a Guy Ritchie film, but I definitely have to be in the right mood for that sort of crime comedy caper. Because they're all a little bit convoluted just by their very nature. Um, and I just weren't in the mood for it. So I turned it off. Honestly, it looked pretty bad. But Was it in... Did you have English subtitles at least? No, well, that was the thing. Is that I did... I, I put it. Um, I put it on Netflix, and it was dubbed. And the dubbing always takes me out of it a little bit as well, because the yeah. voices just don't match the what they're saying at all, all like their movements and, and everything do they so that it always takes me out of it a little bit when, when they've all got american accents and stuff it's all a little bit strange <laughs> yeah so i can't yeah. really talk much about that because I, I i turned it off at the 45 minute mark and i'd probably slept for 20 minutes of that so i'll briefly talk about the other two films that i watched i'll start off with the wild pear tree it this was the bastard long, and i'm gonna <laughs> say it was bastard long it was three hours don't get me wrong, it was good, but they could have cut at least half an hour, maybe 45 minutes of this film. Um, it was about this young boy, Sinal. He loves literature and he just finished university and he's about to do his exam and he wants to release this book that he's created and he's trying to get funding for it. But, you know, his dad, he, he, he's really bad with money, so he's having a bit of trouble either getting some money from his family or when he sells something, his dad accidentally nicks some money off him. Um, Good things about this film, you know how we watch You'll Never Really Hear and Joaquin Phoenix's character, he, you, you see him think one way and it, the, his reality is another way. It was shot in this way as well in some really? cases. So, yeah, so... Sinan, he goes to his exam and he doesn't do very well and he goes for a walk kind of thing and he thinks someone is following him. He goes, hides in this house and there's this tapping and he's like someone trying to get to him and then he instantly wakes up. So you're like, was he dreaming this whole time? What's going on? And then at the end of the film, his dad's like, oh, yeah, I read your book. And um, he thought, oh, yeah, it was quite good kind of thing. And next minute, he's like, well, there's nothing to accomplish anymore because my book wasn't a success or anything. So you see him, he's, he's just like hunk himself in the well that his dad has been trying to make out. And then next minute, his dad wakes up and he's like, oh, what's going on in the well? And you're like, oh, fuck, like that's a terrible thing to look at. But yeah, yeah it was just way too long, way too long. It sounds like it was... 
too long and also like quite heavy. I could have yeah. definitely done without that this week, mate. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and the other film that was on my list was called Siba, and that mm. was really good. That was really well done. The, the two directors on this film, they've always worked with each other and how they created, how they create their films in general is quite good. Um, on this film, they only had five professional actors and the rest of the people were the people from the village. Okay. And they just, um, how they came up with this concept is they heard about this whistle bird language and they're like, oh, yeah, we need to go to this village and find out more information about it. And they did that and then they came up with the story and like if just for, it's just about how narrow-minded some people can be. I guess it's quite a heartbreaking story, but it I have to say it was really well done. I highly yeah. recommend it. It's on Stan if anyone is listening from Australia. You can watch it on Stan. And what, The Wild Pear Tree is also on Stan, but, yeah, that's way too long. Okay then, so we're done with Turkish cinema, which means that we've got to move on to the next part of section two, where, as we said earlier, you are picking the theme because it's your birthday and you're going to party like it's your birthday. Turning 30, dirty 30. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> I'll try and say that. Well, I don't know, to be honest. I'll let you know when I get to 30. Oh yeah, you just turned 25 this year, didn't you? Just turned 25, yes. Yeah. Mentally, that's probably not far off. So you are picking the theme, and yeah. I don't know what it is. So I haven't got any picks ready to go. You've just got to tell me the theme, and then it'll be a surprise to me. Do you want to have a guess? What do you what, think it might be? What, what birthday the theme? theme. Hmm. Uh, films what are about birthday parties. Well, that's a good choice. Is it? Do that <laughs> is it? Is it films what has got? The number 30 in the title. No. It's the window making, isn't it? It's definitely the window making. Maybe I'll see if one of these films has anything to do with window making. I'll tell you the reasons why I've gotten with this topic this week. It's based on a podcast that I've recently started listening to this year. And uh, the guys who do who are on this podcast are Dylan Alcott and Angus O'Loughlin. And uh, they do radio... Uh, weekend breakfast together and Angus was like oh he wanted to know more about this topic so they decided to do this podcast and the podcast that they do is called Listen Able which is all uh, they interview every fortnight they interview someone with a disability and it's quite it's quite good it's quite fascinating uh, and Dylan he he's a paraplegic he's in a wheelchair and he put, he's at he's at the US Open at the moment he's going to be playing tennis this week so hopefully he does well for Australia rooting for him and he does so much great work I have to say he's created a music festival that gives uh, people with a disability able more access so like wheelchair access and then sign language on on stage which is pretty cool have you ever seen rap someone doing sign language to rap music i can't say i have it's absolutely sick it's awesome yeah (laughs) you have to go on youtube and watch someone trying to rap rap to uh sign language to rap music i'm writing it down my topic for this week is disability in film Okay, so how do you want to do this then? Because you've got, I assume you know what three that you're going to choose. Um, yes. So do you want to do you want to reel off your three then? And then I'll have a look on this letterbox list. My three are, number one is Give Me Liberty. Number two is 37 Seconds. And number three is The Peanut Butter Falcon. And I've also chosen all three of films because they have, the actors, some of the actors in the film have a disability, so it's good that they've hired someone based on this topic as well, which is okay. fantastic. Good shout, mate. Yeah. Right, let's let's find your. How do I do this? I have to find you, don't <laughs> I? And then look on your list. Um, where are you? There you go, Nika hey. Creative. That's me. I've got I've got my three and I own all three of them, so that's not a problem for me. <laughs> First pick, Memento. Second pick, A Beautiful Mind. And my third pick, 
his baby driver. All right, so to recap then, we've got you in your list. You've chosen Give Me Liberty, 37 Seconds, The Peanut Butter Falcon. I've chosen mm-hmm. Memento, A Beautiful Mind, and Baby Driver. I know what I'm not going to knock out of yours. Okay. So it leaves me with two. I'm going to knock out Give Me Liberty. I know what you're choosing. <laughs> I know what you're going to choose out of it. Oh, maybe ones. I'm trying to send you down the wrong well, if that's the phrase. <laughs> it's definitely not the phrase. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm going to get rid of a beautiful mind. Okay. So to recap then, we're now left with 37 seconds, the peanut butter falcon, memento, and a baby driver. Mm-hmm. I have to nervously scramble around now to find these synopsises. Um, Shall so- I go with my- Shall I start with mine? Yes, so most definitely. Scramble? I'll oh. scramble, scramble afterwards. So synopsize me. Okay, so 37 seconds. So it's 2019, directed by Hikari. And the synopsis is, in 37 seconds, 23-year-old comic book artist Yuma, physically disabled due to a profound cerebral palsy and emotionally stunned by her well-meaning but overwhelming protective mother forges her own unsensible path to a sexual awakening and independence while at the same time discovering the love and forgiveness. So that's 37 seconds. And then my next pick was The Peanut Butter Falcon, directed by Tyler Nilsson and Michael Schwartz, I'm going to say. That's the one. Uh, it was, that's the one. Uh, 2019... Synopsis is a down-on-his-luck crab fisherman embarks on a journey to get a young man with Down syndrome to a professional wrestling school and away from the retirement home where he lives for the past two and a half years. That's Peter Butter Falcon. Shia LaBeouf is in this, I think, isn't he? Yeah, Shia LaBeouf and Dakota Johnson from Fifty Shades. Dakota Johnson. <laughs> She's also in um, Suspiria, the Suspiria remake. Oh, is she? I saw that's on Prime. I'm going to watch that sometime you should. soon. You should definitely check yeah. it out, mate. It is, it's quite long, but it's, um, it's worth checking out. Right, okay. I'm going to start with Memento. So 2000, this came out, directed by Christopher Nolan. Topical, considering Tenet's out, which I still haven't seen. It's... Yeah. 113 minutes long uh, tagline on Letterboxd is some memories are best forgotten and the synopsis reads Leonard Shelby is tracking down the man who raped and murdered his wife the difficulty of locating his wife's killer however is compounded by the fact that he suffers from a rare untreatable form of short term memory loss although he can recall details of life before his accident Leonard, Leonard cannot remember what happened 15 minutes ago where he's going or why um, so yeah like I said before it's about a man that sort of forgets everything that's happened recently and he's got to put together this case have you seen this i have it's great i haven't seen it for ages it's one of those i bought this blu-ray um but it's still in its cellophane i bought it about three years ago and i still haven't watched it if i remember correctly it's in black and white or parts of it are in black and white and yeah and um it's kind of importance of story whether it's in color or black and white I, this is all going from memory so i might i might be talking complete bollocks but i'm going to go with it my next pick was baby driver which came out in 2017 it was directed by edgar wright it's 113 minutes long all you need is one killer track i saw this at cinema uh, i own it on blu-ray i've seen it quite a few times at this point uh, i've watched the opening scene maybe 25 times um, the opening bank heist and it's about a, a, a guy with tinnitus who listens to music constantly and it's a bit of a hyper real world I guess and it's about heists and bank jobs and the one last job and getting out you know before you're mm-hmm. arrested and all that sort of thing it's a brilliant film I love it it's it's, it's all about the, the action and the, the, the car sequences and how the music lines up with the sequences as well is is pretty genius Track, tracks on it are great um and that's it really uh, i mean I, I know what i'm gonna pick out of yours mate to be honest i, I ain't gonna i'm not gonna muck around too much so have you got an idea what you're gonna pick out of mine i think so who wants to go first well i'll knock out 37 seconds we'll keep in peanut butter falcon sweet i know that's on netflix you see 
I think is it on Netflix or it's on Prime. It's either on Netflix or it's on Prime. It's on one of those two streaming <laughs> streaming I platforms. Think, um. Okay. Out of your two, because I thought you were going to choose Memento, I'm going to go with Memento this week and You're gonna knock keep out. That. Yeah, I'm going to keep that and get rid of Baby Driver. I might just watch the Baby Driver anyway, just for the sake of it. Radio. Okay. So, for your birthday theme, then uh, disability in film. We're going to be watching the Peanut Butter Falcon and Memento. We'll watch those over the next couple of weeks and we'll report back to everybody um, in a week's time as to how the, yeah. the, view, the viewing of those films went. Honourable mentions before you talk about Furby Island? Have you? Well, if you've got them, go for it. Uh, don't worry, he won't get too far. That's with Joaquin Phoenix. That looks really good. And that's on Prime here in, in Oz. I'm going to watch that this week. Um, a film that I originally had on my list but I couldn't find it on any streaming service was called Chain for Life and it was about um, able-bodied actors working with people with disability. It was a, it was, it was a fictional story but because we work in the industry, it might have been a good film to watch. What's Eating Gilbert's Grape? Yeah. It's with Leonardo DiCaprio. I know this one. I've not, I've not seen it but I'm aware of it. Um, Margarita with a straw. Um, I chose 37 seconds, as I said before, because they used a, a person with disability in the film. Um, that's why I chose that film out. And Babel, which I've watched recently mm. this year. Um, that's a really good film. Okay. Well, let's talk, let's talk about Furbies, right? <laughs> let's talk about Furbies. Yeah. I, I... This, I guess we've reached that point in the show where we've got to talk about the, the who got stitched up and and what they had to watch and and this time it was it was me because yeah. you, you got to give you props for this really but you're, you're <laughs> it wasn't um, that long though no it wasn't it wasn't long it wasn't long but it was a film about a Furby and uh, I haven't thought about Furby <laughs> since 1997 yeah. and I'm amazed that there was a a, a film about it. So here we go then. So uh, short and sweet. Furby Island, 2005, directed by Nick Wolfolk. 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 Um, he, I don't think he had any other director's credits. Uh, seems like he's mostly lighting and camera department. Um, he's done a lot of films, but he sort of ventured off into directing for, his, for, for doing Furby Island. Uh, 45 minutes long, so nice and short. And basically, it's about two siblings. So Maddie and Ty are these two kids, and they're obsessed, or Maddie particularly is obsessed with this, like, adventure guy who's like an explorer-type, Steve Irwin-type figure character. Um, and he's always discovering new creatures. And there's this creature that, that he is trying to look for. I forget the name of it. Massive tortoise mm. or something. Um <laughs> But they just, the kids just happen to be flying to an island where this massive tortoise is meant to be. And so the kids are flying to this island. They're looking for this massive tortoise. And then they stumble upon these little magical creatures. And they, mm. they are wonderful. They are just such lovely little creatures. They're called Furbies, right? And they make the little noises. They go, oh, ah, la, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> unilaka, unilaka. That means follow me, apparently. In the, okay. the girl couldn't be more happy because she's found a new species, right? She's found this new species. Nobody knows about them. They're called Furbies. They can talk, they can read your mind. They pick up on all of your feelings and your emotions, much like a real mm. life Furby does, I guess. Ooh, yeah. ah, ah, ooh. Did you ever anyway, have a Furby when you were younger? My sister had a Furby and I used to shove my finger in its mouth. That's how you fed it. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. But yeah, so uh, anyway, Maddie is, she couldn't be happier. She's found a Furby, it's this new thing. So she emails the adventure guy who's called Dr. Conquest. Mm-hmm. Um, he promptly shows up in full Aussie stereotype explorer outfit with the hat and the, the voice brilliant. and stuff. But he's there to find these magical creatures. But it turns out that he wants to hunt and trap these poor, innocent, magical creatures. Um, which is a shame because all they want to do is live in their family colony and sing and dance and play. 
and they're very sweet little creatures and he just wants to lock them up in cages and you know take them to the zoo and make money from them because he's bad maddie learns this maddie figures him out she susses him out when she sees all of his cages and he traps one of the furbies so basically the race is on to get to the furbies who's going to get there first is it going to be maddie and her brother are they going to rescue the Furbies or is Dr. Conquest going to get there? And is he going to take the Furbies into, is he going to put them in prison, Furby prison and, and put them on display for people to see? Uh, spoilers, the kids get there first. Yay. Hey. 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 Happy ending. Unilaka. <laughs> Unilaka. Um, Unilaka. It's a fucking kid's piece of marketing for some toys. <laughs> It's all very singy dancey. I sent you, I sent you a video actually of one of the, yeah, freaking piss us. <laughs> one of the one of the song and dance numbers. Uh, it, it was pretty short, so it wasn't the worst experience I've ever had because yeah. the whole way through I was like, oh, there's only half hour to go now, and there's and it was kind of entertaining in a way. I mean, just because it was so stupid. Um, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen, seen to be honest. I'd rather watch this than the chaos class number seven any day, <laughs> any day. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, they, they all get rescued or they, Maddie stops them from being taken by Dr. Conquest. And then it kind of ends on a cliffhanger really, which is a bit annoying because the families sort of are discussing the, what are going to happen to the Furbies next? And they're sort of worried that oh. Doctor Conquest is going to come back and try and take them at a future in a future period of time. And then, so I was thinking, oh, they're open, leaving it open for a sequel, um, yeah. the return of Doctor Conquest. Um, but it, it ends with them adopting like a hundred Furbies, and so their Furbies are on their. Oh, so way. it's like a mix of one hundred and one Dalmatians slash Steve Irwin slash everything yeah. else. I guess so. It's like a mishmash <laughs> of all of those things. Yeah, but they're on their way to like civilization now. Like the Furbies are going to be in the real world, and I, I would kind of want to know what happens next. Because if I see Aww. a Furby walking along the street and it's going "Ooh, laka," I'm like, "What the fuck is that? Who's <laughs> <laughs> that?" And it's just oh, fascinating. It's kind of what I wanted from the Alien franchise, to be honest. But I might get it with Furbies instead. Maybe there is a mm. sequel, and I just don't know about it yet. I might have to see if I can find it and maybe stitch you up with it. Yeah, I kind of want to know where it goes, to be honest with you. I would have preferred it if they called this House of a Thousand Furbies. I think that would be a better name. Makes more sense. Uh, I really have no reason for that, other than I just wrote that down and I'm running out to okay. things to say. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> House of a Thousand Furbies. Um, two... One, no, one Justice League, one Justice League. I can't rate it higher than the Rise of Skywalker, can I? Or can I? <laughs> you can. It's up to do. you, mate. You choose. You can choose whatever you want to do on this. Yeah. One, one, one Justice League out of ten Justice Leagues. Yeah. <sighs> done. Furby Island done. Well done, mate. Good choice. Cool. Now we've got to move on to finding out. Who's going to be uh, watching a stitch up film for yes. the next episode? And obviously, the next episode is your your birthday episode. So we need to find out whether it's me watching a stitch up or whether it's you watching a stitch up. Yeah, I put the poll on, mm-hmm. and I definitely didn't do any influencing whatsoever on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, is that for- is that hype? Are you exaggerating by saying that? Well, a little bit. Yeah, uh, I chose for you Draniac, and you chose for me Delia, and we had eleven votes, and it was a fucking landslide. Um, yeah, nine mm. votes versus two votes. Nine votes for you to watch the Draniac. Brilliant. Who also voted with me to, for you to watch Delia? Anyone that I know, or was just some random? Uh, it was you and my friend Tom. Oh, bless Tom. Thank, cheers, mate. I need to get him on my Instagram so he can constantly vote for, against you on my votes. He already does. Oh, on yours? No, yeah. fuck that. That's not fair. That's not, that's not fair. You can't do that. <laughs> yes, I can. So my birthday gift to you, 
next Aww. week is this to watch Draniac. So Draniac. happy birthday. I'll just have to watch it sometime this week. Yeah. Oh, good yeah. luck. I've heard it's brilliant. Cheers, mate. I'm sure you have a lot of fun with that. Um, who is going to put on the poll for next week? Um, we need we need to announce the films for the poll next week, don't we? Yes, of course we do. That. I forgot about that. Um, I, I've gone first the last couple of weeks, mate. I think it's probably your turn to roll one out. Let's go with this film. It's not quite Easter yet. <laughs> So, but let's no way near Easter. <laughs> it's not, not quite. It's not even. It's not even Christmas yet. It's not even but Halloween go, yet. No. Ah, oh, should I go with this? Yeah. Well, I've got it in front of me. It's an Easter bunny puppy. That's what <laughs> I'm going with this week. The same guys that made a talking cat. <laughs> an Easter bunny puppy. Yeah, it looks pretty cute. This sounds fucking amazing. Check that out. Guess what? I've got yeah. this on my list for you. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. I didn't recognise the name of it, but I know the poster. Okay. Um, I'm going to choose for you a film, what is called mm-hmm. Mega Piranha. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to lose this week. Oh, fuck you, mate. So for next week's polling which will be on your instagram tomorrow mm-hmm. or in the past or right now just head over to your instagram it's yeah. going to be an easter bunny puppy for me versus mega piranha for you all right so yeah so next polling you'll be putting that on so where can people find this poll and your grams of insta you can find me on chica nika or nika creative on instagram where can we find you mate all right uh, you can find me on Instagram at flick.face or you can email us on the show at twinpixpod at gmail.com. And that's it. We've got we've done another one. We've managed to get through it this time. I was a little bit worried on how it was going to go with the old Turkish theme and the films that we watched, but you rescued it with what you saw and we've got a few films to watch. We're going to go away and watch them and we'll be back next week with another episode, which is going to be your birthday, your birthday episode. And we'll yes. be watching um, two films, which were... Should we I dress forgotten. up in... <laughs> but, uh, Memento and Peanut Butter Falcon. That's, that's, what that's, the, one. Yeah, that's, the, that's one. the one. That's the one. I've written it down so I don't need to remember it. Yeah, we're going to dress up. Uh, I probably will. I, I mean, it's your birthday episode, so I'll probably, maybe I'll, if I can find some face paints or something, I'll just do a little, should I do a little Aussie, Aussie flag or something? You could do that. You could just wear 90s because I was born 1990. I'd have to get a shell suit from somewhere. A shell suit? Yes. What? What do you mean? Like, seashell suit? Yeah. Yeah, huh. it's like a suit. You know, in the 90s, people used to get um, shells off the beach and they would glue them to suits. Oh. So you could have like, a shell suit. Well, I'll, maybe I'll not... make one for next week. Well, you do live by the seaside. <laughs> exactly. It's definitely possible. It would only be the cost of the glue, really. And yeah. uh, and a, a suit jacket, but I have no use for them these days. So, yeah, should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's do We're that. Bit, aren't we? <laughs> let's wrap it up. So, <laughs> thank you very much for listening. We'll be back again next week uh, with uh, Nicole's birthday episode, and so we'll catch up with you then. See you next week. Get some Chuck Norris in ya. Get some Chuck Norris inside of yourself. Goodbye. Goodbye.